Welcome to Detour to Neverland, your guide to living your best Disney life through your hobby or business. Here's your hosts, Brendan and Catherine. Welcome back to Detour to Neverland. Today is episode number 182. So we are so excited for you guys to join us today for our big announcement. You probably already know by now, but this is something that we have talked about for so long. And I know it is something that is on a lot of your hearts as well, similar to us. So we wanted to share our experience with what, Catherine? With our move to Florida. We are moving to Disney World. We are. There's no hiding it at all. Some people say I'm moving to Orlando and the Disney parks are a side benefit. Oh, heck no. (laughs) If Disney World was not there, we would not be moving to Florida. And I just know that this is something that so many people think about and wonder what life would be like down there. And so I really think we hope to share our story and our process of how this has worked for us and hopefully give you some insight. Maybe if it's something that you're considering in the future, it's not been easy. No. And it's been long. It's been a long process. We've honestly thought about this. I mean, for months now. Uh, It was almost years. Yeah. So let's wind it back. I think that's a good place to start of how this came to be and how we finally pulled the trigger on making this decision I first want to point out that this is something that has been on my mind and my heart for probably sooner than I even brought it up to you, Catherine. Mm -hmm. I have dreamed about this for years and years. We've talked about it a lot that for a long time, I like listened to Disney podcasts on the side, you know, while I was doing mindless work or whatever it might be. Then it kind of came into I'm listening to Disney podcasts and watching YouTube videos like all day in any sort of free time. And I was always drawn to these stories of I moved to be closer to the magic or especially I started a blog or YouTube or whatever it is to be closer to the magic. So any steps getting us closer to that has always been in the forefront of my mind. I vividly remember listening. WDW radio had a two part series probably four or five years ago. And Lou had a round table of all of these Disney fanatics who had moved to central Florida to be at the Disney parks. And to think that we are in that same position now is mind boggling to me. Yeah. I think for me, um, I moved a lot as a kid. So Brendan's lived here outside of Nashville his whole life, born and raised here, never lived anywhere else. I have lived in a couple other states. So it's nothing that's super odd to me. And it's not that I have like a military background or anything. My parents just like to move apparently. And it's something that I even remember just when we were dating we would talk about moving when I was growing up for some reason, I always wanted to move back to Boston, even like in college, for some reason, I always talked about, I wanted to move back to Boston, mostly just because I love the accent. So if you have a Boston accent, I'm all about that. But, you know, we had always just thrown out this idea that someday we were going to get married and we were going to move. And 
it was really hard for us when we started out, you know, that's obviously like the best time to move because you don't really have any roots or anything, but it was hard because, you know, we just got married. We had no clue what we were doing. We both found jobs pretty quickly once we graduated. And like, once you find a job, you know, how do you leave was kind of our problem. So we did what most people do. And we, you know, built bigger roots and we bought a house and got dogs and all the other things that you do. And, you know, we finally just reached a point where we decided if if we were going to move to Florida, you just kind of have to do it. Yeah. And obviously, you know, at this point, without having any kids, which which makes it much more difficult to move schools and to uproot a child, I think, is something that that we would definitely be more cautious about. But at this point, it's really just can we find work? Can we still find ways to get back to see our family as often as we like to? And once we check those boxes and and kind of figured out that we could live the life that we wanted to, it just made a lot of sense. Yeah, I'd say the biggest things that kind of maybe held us back or the things that we pondered the most was definitely being away from family, especially now that we have a niece who's adorable and can actually recognize us and wants to hang out with us. Or at least we like to think she does. Um, but then also, I really like my job. I think I have a pretty ideal setup, which is strange because who really wants to teach middle school is what I always thought. But me, I do. So it was hard to leave that. But there are a lot of benefits besides just Disney. I mean, Disney is obviously the main one. But, you know, my sister is down there. I haven't lived near my sister in, oh, I don't know, eight years maybe with college and everything. So we're excited to be down there with her. We're excited for just sunny weather all the time. Tennessee is usually pretty sunny, but not compared to Florida. So, you know, there's a lot of benefits and we just kind of made a list and just talked it through over weeks and weeks and weeks until we decided to go for it. Yeah. And I think for me also, like you mentioned, I've lived here in Nashville my entire life and I love Nashville and I would not be surprised if we end up back here someday because it is such a great place to raise a family and Nashville's booming. You can find a job at any point that you need to. But Florida just called to us, I think. And I think we are excited about this new chapter and the new versions of ourselves that we can kind of, I hate the cliche of spread our wings, but it almost feels that way because you're having to form a new network and you're having to find a new church and find a new place to grocery shop. And <laughs> like you're, you're getting to make a lot of those intentional decisions that here were kind of just handed to us. We're getting to make more decisions on our own at this point. Mm -hmm. It's definitely going to push us out of our comfort zone, which for me is terrifying because I love living in a safe bubble. But I do think it'll help us grow just as individuals. But I we also, of course, hope that it'll help us grow detour, you know, to be something that maybe we don't have access to here. You know, we'll get more parks content. We'll get to meet more people and hang out with more people and all the things that we would love to do that we haven't been able to do here. Yeah. And, and I've, I think I just said it a couple of episodes ago on detour, 
talking about how it is so refreshing to talk to Disney people, quote unquote, because they just get it. They understand what your passion is and why you enjoy, you know, unlocking these portals of creativity that Disney brings us that you feel removed from when you're not at the parks. I can't go to work every day and talk to people about (laughs) Flower and Garden Festival. Nobody cares, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I think just being with like-minded people, you know, we're not going to only associate with Disney people down there, but just having access to more people who get it, I think will really be mentally relieving. Yeah, it'll be nice. It'll be a nice change. So let's kind of take it back to the whole beginning of this timeline. If we're being honest, we had made it up in our minds that we were going to move to Florida in August. August, which Mm -hmm. is insane because now it is May. Um, So when we say we thought about this for months, I mean, we mean it. And it does help. We did have to think about it so long because of my job. I knew I wanted to do the school year. I wasn't just going to like up and leave right now. It's much easier for a teacher to find a job in the summer. So that kind of made sense for us. But it did help us to just kind of wrap our minds around it since it is such a big move. Yeah. And so from there, we went on multiple Disney trips. I know we went in October and I know we went in January where it was still a secret for us Mm -hmm. that we were the only two that knew with our family that this was one day going to be our home. And it was, how did you find that experience of knowing, you know, I remember we would kind of snicker back and forth of, Hey, we didn't get to do this this time, but (laughs) you know, we're going to live here someday and think about all the things we're going to do. And we can just hop over to Epcot in the evening. Yeah. I mean, I think it was more, it was more exciting and it did kind of give you like that silly, like, you know, school kid kind of feeling like you had a secret. I mean, we had a secret. We, you know, had made up our mind, but we did not tell our friends, like definitely didn't tell anyone we worked with or anything like that. Um, And it was just, it was our dirty little secret. So it was fun. And, you know, we would walk around the parks and just kind of imagine like what it would be like and you know, we would do that normally anyway, like, oh, if only we lived here, you know, we could do all this stuff. But now we're thinking, okay, instead of taking the bus, we're going to be driving and oh, you know, it'll be easier for us to go here after what kind of restaurants would we want to eat at Disney Springs? And oh, we don't need that souvenir because, you know, we'll be here and just little things like that. And it was kind of fun. And so this past year was our first year with annual passes as well. And I think that made us experience the parks in a different way because we weren't rushing as much to get things done because we knew we had an entire year to do whatever we wanted to do. And we had multiple trips booked. We were going down every other month. It seemed like if not every month Mm -hmm. for the past six to eight months. And I think that experience the parks in that way solidified in my mind that I can go somewhere and not ride an attraction and have a blast. And I can just go to Disney for Springs and have dinner and have a blast. And then I started thinking like I could enjoy a life down here 
where I don't do the parks in a traditional type of way. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of people forget sometimes is that you don't necessarily always have to ride the rides or do all the big attractions. You know, something that people ask us a lot, and I'm sure we'll get asked a million more times, but like, are you going to get sick of it? Are you going to get tired of it? Are you going to regret it? And, you know, we never know until we try, honestly, but we hope and we think deep down that there's no way we'll ever get sick of it. I don't think so. So the timeline laid out, we decided in August, we went in October and in January and in February without really taking any proactive steps to pick out an area or do anything like that. We looked up stuff online, of course, constantly. We both recently just had to turn off Zillow notifications <laughs> because they've been blowing us up for however long. So many months. Because we've been dreaming about, hey, did you see this house pop up? Like, I I Google Maps it. It's this close to Animal Kingdom, you know, whatever it might be. But we just took those trips. We kind of stayed within the Disney bubble. But when we went down for your spring break in March... Right before the world got crazy. Yes. That is when we got in the car, we rented a car, and we drove around Central Florida to find where we wanted to live and find where we wanted our new home to be. Yeah. So on the back end of that, you know, we knew going down in March, that was probably going to be our last opportunity to just kind of scout out the area just because we knew we weren't going to make it down again before the summer. Um, so. In retrospect, we're very lucky that we had that opportunity, but we just kind of looked up different areas that we knew were popular and we talked to other people who we knew were already living down in the area and just kind of asked them for their opinions. Again, luckily, my sister is down there, so she had a lot of good insight for us, but then we had to map out a couple days, maybe not as many days as we probably should have, but we took like two, two and a half days to just kind of drive. And just see different areas, really try to explore all these different towns. We would just randomly try to drive into like neighborhoods and see what they looked like and different things like that. Um, we read online that you should always look at the Walmarts and because that'll give you like a good idea of the area and things like that. So we were trying to find the targets and, you know, the all the different Publix stores and Starbucks. Starbucks. Yeah. All the important things and just map it out. And we just kind of honed in on a couple areas and we found a realtor. My sister knew someone that she had previously worked with. So we met up with him and I feel like that's when. And he's a cast member. So he's a cast member. That's when the ball was officially rolling. And even then we still, I think we might've told our friends, like our very close friends at that point. Um, but that was still it. So it was still a very small number of people who knew we were going to move. It was. And I think it's worthwhile mentioning some specifics as to how we approach this, because one of the most difficult things that we found was if you search communities near Disney, near is such a relative term. Mm hmm. And so things would pop up that were an hour away from Disney and things would pop up that were 10 minutes from Disney, but were way, way, way outside of our budget, <laughs> not even including Golden Oak. But it was hard to decipher through all of that 
and think, okay, what is a reasonable drive to Disney? What would we be willing to do? And I know some people say, you know, I want to move close to the beach so that I don't get tired of Disney. We talked about that. Just briefly. But again, we came back to if Disney is what we're going down there for, and that is where we will spend the most of our time outside of work and our home, it needs to be close. And that was kind of our priority throughout this whole thing that I didn't really care what the zip code was. How close can you get me to Disney? And if you were doing that research process, you will learn the closer you are to Disney, the higher the price tag. That's what everybody wants. It was funny, though. Brendan is a big spreadsheet guy. So at one point in time, he had created us an entire spreadsheet with like the price range, like the safety, like he had, he made up his own, um, like red, green, yellow, whatever, like safety rating, um, and just different things like that. So if you are considering making that move, you can always reach out to Brendan and he could help you make a spreadsheet. But, you know, we just picked a couple things that were important to us and plugged them in. So that might be a good exercise for you too, if it was something that you were thinking about. Yeah. So Specific cities that we looked at, and I'm happy to share as as specific as anybody wants to get. I'm happy to talk about these details because it's something that was difficult for us to figure out. We went down there looking specifically at Davenport, Kissimmee, the Lake Nona area near the airport, which is a little bit further in Disney, and Claremont. We would have loved to look in. Winter Garden, because that's where my sister is, but it was a little pricey for us. But that is definitely goals. It's adorable. Yeah. I mean, I would say if you can afford Winter Garden, that's probably at the top of a lot of people's list. Um, Lots of Disney personalities, I guess is the right word, would live in an area called Horizons West, which is just north of Disney. And you can see the fireworks from there. Mm, Yeah. Again. Out of our price range. And our our barky dogs probably wouldn't appreciate that. Our neighbors wouldn't either. So there's that too as a secondary. But we did a lot of research. That's ultimately, I guess what we're trying to get to is once we made up our mind, there was plenty of information to kind of sort through as we were narrowing everything down. So really the whole point of having this discussion is to say, the communities that I thought we would found our home in are not where we found our home. And so there has to be boots on the ground, I think, to make this work. We were convinced we would be in this certain area and it it was not at all what we expected. Yeah, that is true. And it was kind of funny because Brendan mentioned Zillow and how they were blowing us up. And it was because we were so determined to be in one area and... You know, it didn't work out, but I think seeing it for yourself, you know, you do actually have to look outside of Disney. We're not super naive to think that it's just all about Disney. We wanted to be somewhere that we really enjoyed being also. So that was kind of the final piece that we had to put together. Yeah. So found our home, put a contract on it. We're moving in June. Moving in June. Kind of crazy. Kind of crazy, but... I think we're really going to love the area that we're in. 
it's going to provide everything that that we could possibly want. And I think we're really going to be happy. So one of the biggest things that a hurdle that you have to overcome is lining up your careers to make something like this possible. I think really that's probably what holds most people up is that you do have a job and your job might not as easily transfer down there. You might have to find a completely new job. And that is scary and hard. And that's how I feel right now. But we just kind of made the choice, especially being a teacher. You know, they're always going to need teachers. And that's what I'm telling myself right now as I start to apply for new jobs. But you know, we know that that's not always the case. Yeah. And I just lucked out that my job happened to start transitioning to remote and I jumped on it (laughs) and dug my feet in and really carved out a position that I could do remotely. And that was kind of the last piece to fall in place. We were fully prepared that I was going to work at like a Starbucks or something just to get us down there. Yeah. That's how desperate, not desperate, but that's how passionate I guess we were about making sure that we got down there because there were a lot of times, especially within, I'd say the last two months, maybe there were a few times where we thought this is not going to happen. We dreamed about this since August and everything is just going to fall apart. You know, there were days where we were just heartbroken or we were just throwing things around like, okay, well, what if we can go down, but we just have to rent something or we just have to do this or that, or would this work? And it was, it was hard because we had thought about it for so long and to kind of see that slip away was heartbreaking. And luckily some things turned around for us. And again, that's kind of how we thought like, this must be meant to be like this is going to happen. But there were some really hard points in all of this. There were. I mean, there were quite a few nights where we went to bed thinking that this has a very good chance of not happening. And a lot of times we just come to peace with it. But somehow, some way, just things opened up and fell how they were supposed to. We're not 100% there yet. There's a couple more things that have to happen, but I we've come this far. I can't imagine anything will derail us at this point. And I think for you as the listener, if this is something you're thinking about, it's it's probably going to take something like that where just un just relentless determination to make it happen because Moving states is not easy. This is the first time I've ever moved, so maybe it's just hard for me. But getting everything to line up where you can seamlessly continue your life in a new location is pretty challenging, but it is possible. And I think it is so rewarding. I expect that it's going to be so rewarding once we get down there. Yeah, the one thing we've had all the support from everybody, you know, our family, of course, they were a little sad, but deep down, they're like, oh, we're not surprised. Like we could see this coming, you know, friends kind of the same way. Sad to see us go, but totally understand. But a couple people, you know, have said things to us. 
that stand out, you know, they would say like, oh, I'm so glad you're taking this opportunity or, you know, when you have an opportunity like this, you know, you shouldn't let it go. Like my grandma, her, what she said kind of stood out because she at one point wanted to move down to Florida, but then chose not to. So she's still up in Pennsylvania. But, you know, just people kind of looking at things and just encouraging us to go for it, I think was was really helpful for us, too, because, you know, you can recognize that it's going to be hard, but you also have to see that there are these little windows of opportunity and sometimes they're not open for very long. Yeah. So let's talk about what you expect our life to be like down there. And I mainly want to have this conversation so that we can listen back to it (laughs) and think about how wrong we were. But it is something we talk about daily about, oh, when we get to Florida, we will do this. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, I'm not looking forward to this aspect of Florida. So talk about the things that you're most excited about or the unique things that you think will be presented to us. Well, I'm going to say one thing before we jump into this. This has actually changed for us recently. One thing that we were kind of expecting when we moved down there, something that we thought would happen is that maybe I would teach online and I would work from home too. And something that I realized recently is that I do not like working from home. I'm kind of worthless working from home, if we're being honest. And I, in a way, I'm, I was happy to have the opportunity to recognize that I don't just want to work from home and I like being in a classroom. So I think for me, one thing that I am expecting is I am still expecting to kind of have that same school structure. Um, And I'm excited to get to meet people in that way too. But one thing that we couldn't say before is I'm expecting to go to the parks on weekends and maybe after school or like for dinner if you know we have like a fun I don't know a fun hair in us that day or if we want to meet up with someone yeah I think that that was a conversation that we had to have because when you originally were going to work from home we thought oh well, we we'll just work in the evenings and we'll go to the parks you know first thing in the morning rope drop and get things out of the way and, and then we'll come home and burn the midnight oil to to do our work. And when you made that decision that you did want to be in a traditional classroom setting, hopefully we get back to a world that has that very soon, then it, it made us change things up a little bit. And I don't think it's a negative thing. It's just, you know, you can't go at 10 o'clock in the afternoon. I can't. Brendan has made it very clear that he still might. I might get a little jealous, but teach their own. If you're going to leave me behind. I do have to work as well. (laughs) I have to put in some hours. But I do think that is the expectation that weekends, maybe we would do a more traditional park day like we're used to, you know, eating meals there and things like that. But other times I expect that we will pack a lunch on a weekend or pack a light dinner and take it into the parks and just walk around for a little while and grab one or two fast passes and do them and then be home 
at a reasonable hour, go to bed and, and go to work the next day. I don't think it's unreasonable that that's kind of how we experience the parks. But for me, the opportunity to be down there for a lot of these special events or openings is something we have never been able to experience. Mm -hmm. And I am over the moon excited to know that when the Guardians coaster does open up, that I can be there. Oh, you'll be there. <laughs> that when all of these new things happen, we will be there. But not only the big e-ticket stuff, but just little changes that happen. You know, when Cirque du Soleil, the new show starts, you know, we can go to that very soon where typically if we were flying down on a limited time basis, we wouldn't take the time to do things like that. Mm -hmm. Whereas now it's, yeah, we can take an afternoon and go see a show that we know nothing about. Yeah. So I think we're both excited for that kind of expectation. Um, I'm trying to think of other things that I'm going to like. I am going to like more sunny weather, I guess. And, and Nashville has a good weather too. Although right now it's trying to blow us away for whatever reason, we must've done something bad, but, um, I am excited for that aspect of Florida. I know it's going to be rainy. I know it's going to be hot and terrible in the summers. And I think we're just going to have to be prepared for that. But we do like taking the dogs on walks. I think they'll enjoy being there. We hope to get them a fence and a backyard so they can run around and play and everything like that. So we're excited for that. I Weather is something I have a love-hate relationship with. Because as many of you know, I have red hair. I'm very pale. Buy your copper tone or banana boat stock right now because <laughs> we're going to be buying a lot of it. A lot of sunscreen. Yes. And that's a sacrifice I'm willing to make, but I do think it'll be really enjoyable. I'm sure there'll be an acclimation period where I don't know if I'm ever going to be used to July in Florida, but we'll just treat that like we do winter here in Tennessee. You just don't go outside. You just don't go outside. <laughs> we'll be like vampires for the for the summer. But yeah, another big draw to us is Universal. Yeah, yeah. We I have not been to Universal since 2011. You've been more recently, but only for one day. Mm -hmm. And it's just an area that I think we're really excited to explore i'm a huge harry potter fan you are not as much but you I like, like it i never read the books but i enjoy it i'm excited for the jurassic park new ride there's all kinds of things there that i think we will really enjoy to be determined if we're going the annual pass route for those i'd like to but i just it's going to be interesting to see how many times we will choose when we have some spare time to go to Universal instead of Disney? And does that make it worth annual pass? Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe Universal becomes like a staycation. Yeah. Type deal. And I think that's something that we're really excited for too. You know, we enjoy going to the beach here and there. We liked Key West when we went down there a couple of years ago. Um, we're super excited, fingers crossed, to be close to Cape Canaveral and maybe to hop on a Disney cruise with a Florida discount. 
So travel, I think, is something we're excited for because typically when we travel, our destination is Disney. So we are kind of hoping that now that we live at Disney or we will live at Disney, that we will get to venture out to go to some other places. Of course, we want to go back to Disneyland. That's always something that we talk about. I mean, very frequently. And I can only imagine it's going to heighten our desire to go back there. Um, So we are hoping to go new places. I think run Disney will be something that will open up for us a little bit more Mm -hmm. as well. Uh, Because I'd imagine those 3 a.m. wake up calls are a little bit easier when you're sleeping in your own bed. Still probably miserable, but we are excited just to be there because it is hard to make just like one dedicated trip just to go down for that. Um, it'll it'll be a different experience, but I'm excited to see what that's like. So let's talk about things that you're maybe not as excited about or just comparisons to our life here that that maybe we're going to miss. Besides family, that's a given. Yeah. Number one for me is Eastern time. I do not want to be on Eastern time. And I know that sounds so silly and we'll probably get used to it, but everything is going to be so much later. Like what? It is crazy to me. Like I have lived my entire life knowing that like a sporting event starts at 7 p.m. Central. And the idea that it's going to start at eight o'clock and not end till 11 or midnight blows my mind. Yeah. That's not going to help us with being morning people. What time does Jimmy Fallon start there? 1130? Oh, my goodness. I don't I don't know. <laughs> I was I, my uh, timestamp was The Bachelor. The Bachelor now is not going to start until eight. And I don't know if I'm OK with that. <laughs> I'm going to have to turn into one of those people who DVR it and just watch it the next day. And I don't know if I'm okay with that either. I saw, I thought it started at eight now. No, it starts at seven now. Oh, okay. So Eastern time will be an adjustment. Mm-hmm. I already mentioned sunscreen. We're going to buy it by the palette full. Lots of sunscreen. We'll wear a lot of hats, I'm sure. We need to invest in some new sunglasses. Yeah, if anybody has any good recommendations on some cheap polarized sunglasses, we would or like. Or maybe we'll splurge on a good pair. We're definitely. Like solid, like $5 sunglass people, which has worked for us up to now, but we might need to upgrade to live in Florida. Um, I don't know if there's anything that I'm not going to like anything else. I think from what we can tell, I mean, I don't know, you, you might be able to compare better, but I've lived here my entire life and the people of Nashville are so accommodating and kind and treat you well and you know you can expect that people are respectful and and have a lot of compassion and i do think that will transfer down to florida as well i think florida is probably a more diverse melting pot but i don't know nashville is so diverse growing now yeah and i'm excited about that uh, you know, someday when we do have kids, I'm excited about the different cultures and people that they'll be able to meet. One thing now that you're speaking about all of this, one thing that I'm excited for is a larger variety of food. We've heard some bomb things about 
food down there that we do not have up here. Now we are going to miss. Ooh, one thing I will not like is not having hot chicken. Big hot chicken fan. We did see that there is a one hot chicken place in Winter Garden, I believe. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to miss that. I think we'll probably miss sweet tea. We'll have to go to Whispering Canyon. They have sweet tea there. Yeah, so that'll be an issue. But um, I am looking forward to a wider variety of food. Maybe I'll become more adventurous. I'm not an adventurous eater, but maybe this will help me. We'll see. Yeah. I think it'll be really fun. We like finding little mom and pop type restaurants like that, Mm -hmm. especially ethnic food. So, yes, it should be a lot of fun. So I don't know. I I think it might change our Disney dining experience where they are for more special occasions. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily want to go drop $40 at (laughs) Pecos Bills on a regular basis. But it might be something where I would splurge on somewhere like Sanaa once a month or so. Yeah, it will change kind of how we go out to eat. We've even talked about um, doing little things like maybe buying like a Disney gift card and like, okay, this is our Disney food budget for the month or different things like that. Just so we can't get carried away, because when we do go on vacation, typically we do get carried away and that's not a good adult thing to do. So if anyone has any little tips like that, we'd love to hear them. But that's kind of something that we've thought about um, so far. Yeah. I'm really excited for it. I think it is really going to be great for us. I do think a nice byproduct of this, but it was definitely not a driving force, is the opportunities that it opens up for a detour. Mm-hmm. We've mentioned in park Recordings are something that we want to do a lot. I think it'll allow us to network with many more people. And get to meet people in person. We love connecting with people online. We have so many friends that we've met online, but we'll be excited that we might actually have a better opportunity of meeting people in real life. I would love to do in-person interviews. Mm-hmm. I think there is a different conversation that you can have when you're looking across from somebody. Yeah. So I would love an opportunity to do that. If you guys as listeners want to come down and on your <laughs> trip, take an hour to come chat with us two goobers. We're down. Goobers. <laughs> you're not a goober. That's just a funny word. <laughs> so one thing that we have tossed around and this is not on the agenda, so I'm just throwing this out there. But we've said it over and over and over again. When we go down, what's going to be our celebration meal? Brendan, what is your final, what's your take? What do you want? I think, okay, so the dilemma that we're having is do we go somewhere brand new that we've never been before to celebrate this new chapter and this new opportunity Or do we go back to one of our places that hits home Mm -hmm. that is very like we have memories at and celebrate in that fashion? I'm leaning towards the first Mm -hmm. of somewhere brand new. And we've never been to California Grill. And I think that's where I would like to have our first meal at Disney as locals. Mm, That's a good one. That is a good one. I think 
I would want like the a full Disney experience, just like welcome us with open arms. And I'm a big brunch person. I love breakfast. So I want to go eat breakfast with Rapunzel at I can never say it. Brendan, what's it called? I think I think that one is Trattoria Al Forno. Yes. But I, I mix go there. I mix that one and the one in the Italy Pavilion up quite often. So I could be wrong. I think I think you're right. But if we messed it up, I want to go eat a big brunch or a big breakfast with Rapunzel. And I feel like that'll that'll make me feel like I'm at Disney. I don't see any reason why we can't have brunch and dinner at in the same day in the same day. I'm down. I'm totally down. So going forward, here is our plan. We do not plan to miss any episodes throughout this move. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. We will probably do more kind of diary entry episodes, just keeping you guys updated on everything that's going on with us. Um, we're also, if you're listening to this on release day on May 6th, we are doing an Instagram live tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern. We've got to get used to saying Eastern. No, on our notes, it says 7 p.m. Central. <laughs> 8 p.m. Walt Disney World time. We're just going to jump gonna on. I'm going to have to call it Walt Disney World time to make it less sad. <laughs> going to jump on Instagram live, answer any questions or just have any discussion. If you have made this move before, we want to hear about any tips or anything that you can share with us. We are all ears to make this as enjoyable as possible. Yes, because... Moving down, the one thing that we're a little apprehensive about is moving our cat down. The dogs do pretty good on road trips, but the cat, she's going to need some kind of happy <laughs> medicine. So um, I'm a little nervous about that. Yeah. Never moved a cat before. <laughs> yeah. I, I think she'll enjoy the sunning, the tanning that she can do. She sure will. So the payoff will be worth it for her. Last thing, I know we're jumping all over the place. I think staycations are going to be something that we still incorporate. I hope so. Especially when family comes down. Um, because your your family, they do still have a Disney Vacation Club membership. And there's no way we're just going to stay at our house if they're staying at like the Polynesian or something. So we'll have to tag along with them. Yeah. So we are an open book. If you have any questions either now or in the future, if you're listening to this episode, please reach out to us on any social media. We always check them and we'd love to help in the process for you or just answer any questions that you might have about this process. And we can share our crazy way of making this happen. Yeah. So we thank you guys so much for the support. I know we talked to some of you before we officially announced it and we thank you guys so much for being there for us and giving us guidance and helping us go for this. I'm really excited about our future and the future of Detour. And I can't wait to take you guys along the entire way. For sure. So we'll be back again on Friday too with another storytelling episode. Brendan has chosen Spaceship Earth for this week's episode. And that'll be a lot of fun. So we will talk to you guys later. Bye guys. Thank you for listening to Detour to Neverland. Subscribe to the show and leave a review to help more people find us. 
follow us on Instagram at Detour to Neverland underscore podcast to see our pictures from the parks. See you real soon.